0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 13th of April. Today, the AFL goes headhunting in search of a new CEO, Mick Fanning's search for a record fifth Bells Beach title still alive, and the Los Angeles Lakers demonstrate exactly how not to fire your coach. But first... I'm absolutely delighted to announce that the 2026 Commonwealth Games has been awarded to Victoria. Well done. Dame Louise Martin yesterday announcing that the 2026 Diet Olympics, a.k.a. the Commonwealth Games, will be held in Victoria. The Games will come exactly 20 years after the state last hosted the event, but Premier Dan Andrews delivered a twist. These will be a Commonwealth Games like no other. We promised that we wouldn't be doing a rerun of 2006 as successful as that was. The opening ceremony will be in Melbourne and the rest of the program, all the events will be conducted in regional Victoria. Yep. Athletes from around the Commonwealth will be presented to the world on the ultimate Aussie sporting stage of the MCG before they're shipped off to regional locations like Geelong, Bendigo, Ballarat and Gippsland to actually compete in their respective events. Where the hell are we? Yeah does seem like a slight rip off for the visiting athletes, but the regional approach is designed to create much needed jobs and provide a boost to the areas. It'll be the greatest spotlight, the greatest showcase of all that we have to offer in not just sport, but in tourism, in food and wine, in experiences, uh, in just quality. Uh, across regional Victoria It'll be the greatest showcase of all that we offer Across regional Victoria that we've perhaps ever seen Alright, steady on Dan We're glad you got the game But just pump the brakes a bit mate uh, Old Gil could use a fresh start After 8 years in the big chair AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin is moving on uh, i like to reiterate what I said uh, When I accepted this role That it's an honour and a privilege to serve this game um, Best game in the world um, That's why everyone loves it so much the responsibility has never been lost on me. Um, I feel good that the game's in better shape now than when I took over, but the scoreboard for the others will be for others to judge. I'm leaving now because it feels right, um, right for the AFL, right for me, right for my family. An emotional McLaughlin yesterday announced that he will be stepping down at the end of the 2022 AFL season. Gill's time in charge was littered with success stories including the launch of the ever-expanding AFLW, record numbers of participation at the grassroots level in the sport and growth in non-AFL dominant markets including New South Wales and Queensland as well as guiding the sport through the troubled waters of COVID. Very impressive. But the show must go on. I and the Commission will kick off a process in the next couple of days in terms of finding and appointing a successor to Gill. We've got A period of time in which we can do that, we'll appoint an external search firm in the next couple of days. AFL Commission Chairman Richard Goiter explaining that the process to appoint Gill's replacement will begin immediately, and already there are some leading contenders. If the AFL are to follow its tried and tested internal successor pathway, Travis All, the current AFL Executive GM of Finance, Clubs and Broadcasting, appears a strong candidate, as does current AFL GM of Football Andrew Dillon. But if they look beyond their own corridors... The curiosity is, what is the place of Brendan Gale Mm. in the scheme of things? So he's been the chief executive of the Players Association. He interviewed for this job eight years ago. And since then, he has led Richmond back to the glory years. And there's no man more qualified in club land... Uh, to be the the next chief executive of the league than Brendan Gale. Jared Waitley on SEN making the case that current Richmond Tigers boss Brendan Gale will likely be there when the whips are cracking to replace Gill in the big gig. In the meantime, tip of the cap from the scorecard to a man who achieved plenty as the boss of the AFL. An aggressive start on a smaller wave for Mick Fanning. Forty-year-old three-time surfing world champion Mick Fanning was happily retired, enjoying family life, surfing for fun, not because he had to as part of the professional tour. And then he got off at a wildcard spot in his favourite event. Good morning, you're watching the Rip Curl Pro, Bell's Beach. The Rip Curl Pro at Bell's Beach, a staple event over the Easter long weekend, is underway and Mick's return to competition didn't get off to the most promising start after he finished last in his three-man opening heat. Oh no! We suck again! But in yesterday's three-man elimination heat against fellow Aussie Morgan Sibylik and Hawaiian Seth Manise, Fanning, bounce back. Here comes Fanning. First turn, clean, open face hook. The four-time Bells champ drills the white water. Mick did enough to advance through to the round of 32 where he'll take on Olympic silver medalist Japan's Kanoa Igarashi and attempt to keep his hopes of a record-equalling fifth Bells Beach crown alive. And before we go, after their incredibly disappointing season that saw them miss the NBA playoffs, despite boasting arguably the second greatest player in the history of the game, the Los Angeles Lakers have sacked coach Frank Vogel. You're fired! Vogel, who coached the team to the 2020 NBA Championship, was let go after three seasons in charge with Lakers GM Rob Palinka describing the decision as an incredibly difficult but necessary one to make. Here's what Lakers superstar LeBron James had to say about Vogel's axing. I respect uh, Frank as a coach, you know, as a man, and our partnership that we've had over a few years here has been nothing but uh, candid, great conversations, and uh, he's a guy who gives everything to the game. Former league MVP Russell Westbrook wasn't quite so glowing about Coach Vogel. I'm not sure what his issue was with me, or I'm not sure why, but... I can't really give you an answer why things we never really connected. And of course, we should probably check in with the man himself, Frank, about being fired by the team. I haven't been told, as and I'm going to enjoy tonight's game. Celebrate what these young guys did in terms of uh, scratching, scratching the claw and getting getting back in this game, getting a W. And uh, you know, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Tomorrow, no one told him. This is an organisation worth over $5 billion, and they apparently can't afford the cost of a local call or a text to inform their coach, who led them to a championship, might I add, that he's been sacked. That's some bullshit. Yeah, especially when the statement put out by the Lakers said that they, quote, have a tremendous amount of respect for Frank both on and off the court. Sure, but apparently just not enough respect that you'd bother to give the man a quick heads up that he's fired before he fronts the media. And that is your Fast Fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 13th of April. And don't forget to share the scorecard with someone you think isn't getting their proper daily dose of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.